Ladies and gentlemen, joining us right now on the Dignified Delinquents podcast, we have three-time Grammy-nominated producer. Oh he's a songwriter. Uh-huh. He's a singer. <laughs> okay. And he's an actor. Oh, my God. We got that damn James Worthy in the building. Yes, How you sir. doing, sir? Hey, welcome. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> we got to bring the energy. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, the first question I got to ask you, just opt the gate, and this is, I think, the most important question. How many times a day do white people confuse you for Kanye West? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, man. Um, you know, a lot of people say I look like Kanye. Yeah. For sure. White people and black people, you, you know, just different ethnicities. They always think I'm related to Kanye or Babyface, Jeremiah, different people. Yeah, I, I, I see it. I, oh, I, and I see Babyface, too, now that you now that you just said that. I can, I can, I can, I can see that in you. Oh. Hey, it's all good. They all legends. Hey, yeah. there you go, brother. And hey, you is too. They, I was going to say that you're, yourself. You, you. No plan. I appreciate you. A legend. It. You a legend. You a legend in the making, and 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 that's how you go. So, so with being a legend, not even in the making, just being a legend. Period. Give me a little insight to the uh to the mindset, especially nowadays, because obviously with Corona and everything going going around, it's different. So, what do you do? What yes. what what keeps you going now? Like, what's your process? You feel me? Because I know it is definitely altered since everything has happened yeah it's man it's been tough uh, to be honest with you i mean uh coming from 2020 it kind of uh threw a monkey wrench you know early in the year just you know uh releasing my second ep kaleidoscope so you know we had a lot of plans for that you know touring and going on the road and traveling Mm. and different things so all that kind of got washed away so um i just had to you know regroup you know restructure some things uh come up with more ideas, just get a little more creative in, uh, you know, my approach. And, um, you know, that's what I had to do and still doing it. Okay. With, um, with being creative, I was reading a couple of interviews of yours. And one thing you talk a lot about was, um, your marketing. How can you give us maybe a little insight or maybe even a tip of, of how you've used marketing as, as a strategy to get those, get those views and get your songs off. Excuse me. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, Well, I'm a big advocate of connecting with your audience uh, the right way. So what I mean by that is I know it's a lot of times like, you know, somebody can put up a post or something and you got a ton of people commenting and liking and stuff like that. And they don't respond back to them or they don't engage with them. So me, I do that all the time because you never know who's a new fan or who's been a fan for the longest or they just may have found or heard of you just recently. So by you just engaging with them now it's a chance for them to become a super fans so whatever you release whatever you do they're always going to follow and support you so you know i took that very seriously because you know i i've always wanted to you know always form an organic fan base and you know um just have true supporters so you know that's one aspect and you got to be visible online so whether it's you know you're doing uh you know strategic advertisement um i'm real strategic on how things are presented so you know if it's not quality i really don't put things out like that um and i don't oversaturate myself either oh that's dope when did you notice so did you notice this strategy needed to be tweaked before corona or did corona make you make a change uh well those things i was already doing you already doing see i'm trying to get on that it was just kind of something you know i would just boosted it up a little bit gotcha. you know what i mean just taking it up a different level because you know we were all in quarantine so you know 
just sitting around uh, most days, just trying to figure it out. And, you know, at, at that time, I had more time to devote to actually speaking to more fans and figuring out, okay, what do they like specifically and, and get into the realm of that. So it was actually pretty cool. Now, did you say, if, if I'm hearing you right, do you fear being oversaturated? Is that a fear? No, it's not a fear, but, you know, I just, me, I like to be prepared for mm -hmm. things. Especially if I'm putting out new music, if I'm putting out any type of new anything, uh, I like to be prepared because I want it to, to win. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Versus just, you know, put this out, put it out, blah, 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 blah. Then you're not getting the, the maximum uh, exposure or you're not getting what you really, really want to get out of it. So right. I like to be strategic. And, you know, sometimes you want to have that mystique about you and you want people to, you know, anticipate what's next. Absolutely. I, I always say, and the reason I ask that question is because I tell everybody, Nike, McDonald's, they ain't worried about being oversaturated, you know, because people people China. go to Dubai, you see the swoosh. You go China, you gonna see the the, the what's the M, whatever that's called, the, the, the golden, golden arches. <laughs> there you go, the golden arches. So, <laughs> so so that that's 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 why I wanted to follow up. But I, is it true? Now you you correct me if I'm wrong, but is it true that the king of pop him pop himself, Michael Jackson, he advised you to get into the entertainment business? Like he told you, like you should be doing this. Is that true? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Please what? tell us that yeah, story. What, the, what happened with that? Because that's <laughs> uh, yeah, man. It was it was pretty crazy. Um, I met him like uh, age 10, 10 or eleven uh, in New York at Webster Hall. Um, it was just a regular day to be honest. It was a regular day. Um, I went into the city with my dad, and at the time, my dad was uh, um, doing uh, celebrity bodyguarding. Basically, he was, mm -hmm. he was doing a lot of uh, security work. Absolutely. And um, at this time, at this particular day, he was off. And I thought we were just going through the city, you know, just to hang out or whatever. And uh, we ended up going to Webster Hall. And I see all these tour buses outside and a bunch of people outside. So I'm just trying to figure out what's going on. And um, I didn't know it was a, a, a Michael Jackson event until we got inside. So once we got inside, uh, we went straight to the front. It was kind of a standing room only situation. So got straight to the, uh, to the stage. And... Uh, um, it was a lot of Michael Jackson's impersonators at first. So I was, at first, I was kind of confused. I'm like, okay. So at the end, towards the end, Michael comes down and he accepts this award. I always forget the name of the award, but it was some award that was pretty significant. But um, I got a chance to meet him backstage in the green room. He just, uh, I'll never forget, he, he just opened the door and he looked at me up and down for like a good minute. Oh, and then he man. just kind of, he looked, he looked at my dad and, and uh, he asked my dad, is this your son? And he was like, yeah, yeah. And my dad didn't even know what to say. Oh, you know, he, man. He was kind of shocked too. So Michael was just like, yeah, you know, I don't, I don't always usually say this, but you know, I can, I can feel like he's going to do something in, in entertainment. Like you should really have him pursue that. That's crazy. And, and my dad was like, wow, wow. That's, that's powerful. You know? And, you know, at, at the time, you know, I was super young, like it, I'm not going to say it went over my head, but I didn't, I didn't fully grasp it until years down the line, right. you know, when I replayed the, you know, situation in my mind. So that's the king of pop. That's, that's Billie Jean. Beat it. Literally handed you the torch. Right. Didn't even know it. So yeah. I was looking at Kaleidoscope on Apple Music and I see it says songwriter and I see that everywhere. Whenever I was looking up your name, trying to do my research, do you write all your own stuff? I do. I you do. Know. 
Do you have any feelings about people that might use ghost writers? Do you have anything to say about that by chance? Not really. I mean, I, I always tell people there's nothing wrong with having help, you know, because everybody can't do everything themselves. Mm. And sometimes when you're trying to bring out greatness and you're trying to be the greatest, you're going to need help. And you're going to need like-minded people to come to the same playing field that you are and create something that's even bigger than you ever would have thought it would be. So for me, even though I write most of all my songs, I have not produced any of my songs. Oh, either. wow. Oh, okay. Wow. All about having a team. Yeah, and uh, that's that's interesting because because you're you know you're a three time Grammy nominated producer and you haven't produced any of your songs. That that's that's an interesting take. And I want to I, I want to I want to congratulate you. You just celebrated two years of your EP Blue Leisure. Uh, yes, and I, 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 I saw everybody was going crazy about that on social media for you. And and this is gonna be a tough question because I'm an artist myself and I'm sensitive about my sh. For you, <laughs> what is your favorite track from that EP? Oh, man, that's always a hard question, man. But, uh, <laughs> man, I, I w- if I had to really, really choose, man, I would probably say, hmm, I'll probably have to say Oceans. Okay. And okay. that's the, myself and Lena from Dirty Money. My my favorite from that EP was, um, I believe it's Move featuring Ecstasy. Mm, okay. Yeah, that okay. was that was my favorite. So I was like, you know, let me let me ask him what what he's thinking about. And and as a producer, you you work with some 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 of the biggest names in the industry from from Fetty Wap, Sammy Bobby Brown, the late great Bobby Brown Jr. Uh, I'm a comedian, and I was surprised to see that you worked with Coco Brown. But as a yeah. fan of, as a fan of music, I got two questions for you. How was it working with Sarah Stokes and Baps from? The band, because I, I remember watching that reality mm-hmm. show. And how, how was it working with those two people? Uh, pretty dope. I mean, um, ironically, I've never met Babs in in a person, but I've uh, been working with Sarah for a long time, and she's been so super dope, man. Um, actually, we uh we did a TV show together. Well, I was on an episode with her on on a TV show. She was on called From the Bottom Up. Mm. And, uh, we uh we kind of actually showed the process of her single um sneak peek which features Babs and uh, we just kind of you know we, we did like a little um, and the show was on BET so we did like a, a studio episode just kind of showing uh, the process of making a record you know just from the writing to the recording you know all that stuff so it was pretty dope but she's super talented man yeah. uh, beautiful voice really really good person Sarah was definitely my favorite from um, the band I gotta say that yeah she she was dope Let's, so about kaleidoscopes, is that about anyone particular by chance? Because I was reading some of the lyrics for like, I want to know and for show me and show me sounds like maybe you did somebody wrong by chance. Is, is it anybody <laughs> particular you was talking to? Uh, It was it was a mixture of like scenarios that I know other people was going through and some personal stuff. Um, and. And I want to know it. That was more of a personal thing. Like you know, I was going through a little, little transition with a, uh, you know, a person that I was dealing with. Just a lot of ups and downs, and you know, just trying to find the balance between each other. You know. Yeah. And and I wanted to know certain things about her that she wouldn't let me in on, mm. like that type of thing. 
and then would show me that was more like a more of a scenario of of what I saw another person go through. Oh, okay. Mm. Well, I would like to get back to um just real quick. He was talking about how working with key key players around him to elevate his game on some synergize. So good meets good and creates great. Absolutely. So we just got done talking to uh, now Jay Holiday. Jay Holiday, not too long ago. I just want to ask you, how was it to collaborate with someone like him? Man, it was it was definitely uh, it was dope, but spurred the moment. Oh. And I say that because. That's the best thing. I, I've been, me and Jay Holiday been knowing each other for a while. And uh, we know a lot of the same people. We run in the same circle. So, like, we had never worked before, but we've been around. Mm-hmm. So, it was kind of like, I remember I had I had the record gold mine sitting around in, in like, my, my catalog for, like, three years. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I just didn't really know what to do with it at first. It was just kind of something I just kind of demoed and just have it sitting around. So, um, last year... You know, while sitting in quarantine, I was like, I need to put out a new record just for the fans. So, you know, they can have something, you know, in the meantime. For sure. So I ran across the record again. And I'm like, wow, I, I still remember this record. I love this record. So I was like, I feel like I need somebody else on it. Not because I really, really need them, but I want to give it a different texture, mm. like a, a different feel to it. So uh, Jay Holiday was one of the people I had in my mind, uh, you know, a couple other people. So I just kind of reached out to him. Uh, Cause we hadn't talked in a minute, and uh, he was down with it. So once I shot him the record, we he just came by the studio and we cut the verse. That's dope. Epic moment. That's dope. Epic. Now, one thing we asked Jay Holiday, and I, I, I would be remiss if I did not ask you this as well. Uh, from a from a singer perspective, songwriter or producer, producer, if you had the opportunity to go head to head, toe to toe, you pick in a versus battle. Who would you want to go against? If I wanted to go against in a versus battle. Mm. Okay, in what aspect though? In a in a production aspect or just you, a writing aspect? You know it, give me all three if you got it. <laughs> you, you got me. You got it. <laughs> if you got it off the dome. Mm. Man, uh I'll probably say somebody like maybe um maybe Metro Boom. Ooh. Or maybe Bangladesh, oh or um, hmm. that's a tough one, man. Welcome to the Dignity <laughs> Final Leagues, where we ask tough questions. Now, what about as a singer? Who would you want to go against toe to toe vocally? I'm gonna tell you who Jay Holiday said afterwards, but who would you want? You see, and you know what? I, and I'm and I'm gonna answer that. Okay. I would say that, you know, because a lot of people, they, a lot of times they like to put artists in, in like a, like a box. Mm-hmm. So like, so like, so you, you'll hear somebody say, you know, he's an R&B artist or he's, he's a rap artist or he's a trap artist or whatever. Like with me, even though a lot of my music can be classified as R&B, mm-hmm. I just like, I, I kind of, I bend between genres or, sure. or, or, I, or I infuse a lot of different things. So sometimes I don't even put myself in a category because it's like, how can I do that when I got like, you know, country mixed with R&B, then right. hip hop, then I got jazz, soul stuff, and just 
you know, just not weird, but it's just influenced. Mm. We, so, were, we were talking about that pre-show. Vanessa said that he, she was like... Gave me a music festival vibes. I was trying to look up and see if you had been to any music festivals I've been to. I'm like, Because okay. I was like, he gives Even me Even your graphics on, the, um, yeah. on your covers. I was like, okay. I was like Kid Cudi yeah. meets he Miguel. He might indulge meets... in some extracurricular stuff. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, you know me? Like, with me, I'm, I'm just a creative person. You know what I mean? Like I don't, I don't never stay in one lane or one box. So that's why sometimes some people can't classify me into one lane because you know I just kind of I do whatever whatever feels good to me. You know, boy, versatile. Um, But if I had to go in a versus with somebody, I would probably it it would probably have to be somebody like Black or somebody like 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 maybe Bryson Tiller or. Hmm. Both of those would be good. Yes, you know, probably in that lane. Mm, I love them. Okay. Now, now I gotta ask you this, and, I, and this is, you know, this was just a me question. You you've been on multiple rea- reality TV shows. You talked about um, the breakdown on BET, and you've been on Love and Hip Hop, and you know, growing yeah. up hip hop. Do you have you ever feared that being on this, on those reality TV shows will hinder your music? Like people won't take you seriously because you've been on reality TV. No, I don't. I don't think so. Um, and the reason why I don't think so is because when I did those shows, it was only music based. Mm. So I didn't come on there to like get into no drama. I didn't come on there to like, you know, gain clout off of anybody else or you know just go on there for the wrong reasons. Like I really just came on there uh, working with somebody or just kind of being a fly on the wall. Just oh, so like a cameo. Yeah, yeah. So a, a lot of it was was cameo based, okay. and a lot of it was just like, uh, like maybe a scene in this episode, and mm-hmm. I want another episode. You know, just kind of in and out. That's all right. So you know, I ne- I never wanted to be the 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 um, you know, the the cast, like be on a cast or or be the the star of the show. Like you know, that's not really my thing. I was gonna say I don't see you really wanting the limelight like, like that. I can see you taking a step back and really just appreciating the process, the process yeah. and, and, yeah, and, and I mean, people you know, in general. I perfect, I perfect what I love, you know what I mean? And, you know, just being a reality star, like I don't even want that attached to my name, you know, cause I'm yeah. not, I'm not a reality star, you know, cause this is what I really, really do, you know? So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm blessed to, to have been able to be on television doing what I love. That's hard. That's hard, man. I, and I can really appreciate that however we have reached a part of the show mr james worthy uh this is called dignified or delinquent in this part of the show we will play a game with you where in these scenarios i'm about to say to you you would choose either dignified or delinquent as you are a dignified delinquent and dignified delinquents are culture yet unapologetically authentic i've murdered that but it's okay <laughs> so I'm gonna ask you uh, different scenarios, and I want you to respond. I'm mean, gonna act in a dignified action or delinquent action. Are you ready? Okay. Gotcha. All right. First one. You get in the dance at the strip club and you smell a fart. How do you respond? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe dignified. No. Oh, okay. Maybe that's a big maybe, ain't it? What Just you like say? a little move. Excuse, excuse me, young lady. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going, I'm not going to be disrespectful, but you know, I'm just politely 
have you exit. I'm gonna hit up. I gotta go to the bathroom. Excuse me, young lady. I don't know what that smell was. I right, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, a drunk girl spills a drink on you in a club during a picture. How do you respond? Dignified or delinquent? Okay, with that one, delinquent. Mm. Ooh. What that look like? What? Yeah. What, Mister yeah, James? Yeah, 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 mm. I mean, you know, see, that's the thing. When you when, when you in a club and it's dark and then people spilling drinks on you, like right. that's not a good thing, right? Because you're gonna get even more upset when you leave the club and you see all that on your clothes. Especially if you're wearing <laughs> you know? white. If you got on white after Labor Day, uh-uh. oh, <laughs> you no, know, that's I can't have that. That's just a recipe for disaster. How, all, right, all right. So next that's question. True. You get invited to a Grammys party with Kanye. How do you respond? Dignified, delinquent. Dignified, for sure. Yes, okay. sir. No. Okay, okay. Uh, that's, that's all I got for today, guys. I'm sorry. That's it? I, 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 I was going to make up another one on the dome, but I got caught up in, in, Listen, in the moment. We appreciate you for having those questions ready for Mr. James. Yeah, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm open, man. So, so listen, where, where can people... Find you at on social media, and and how soon can we can we anticipate you know new music, new projects? What what what, what can we look forward to? Man, so I got a lot going on. So uh, first, everybody can follow me on social media at King James Worthy. Uh, you can go to my website too, JamesWorthyMusic.com. Uh, YouTube, James Worthy Music. Everything is there. Uh, right now, I'm working on my debut album, so mm. okay. that's scheduled to probably release towards the summer. Okay. So I'm just uh, really taking my time with that. Amazing project. Um, is on there thus far. Um, there's a record that just released uh, myself and a uh, gift from Goody Mob called Night Drop that's, that uh, just released. So um, the music video for that record is coming out next week, so I'm excited about that. Dope. Um, and a couple other collabs is getting ready to drop too. So, uh, you know, y'all gonna keep seeing new records, new videos, new content, just, you know, a bunch of stuff. Well, I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't want to speak for everybody in here, but I'm a, I'm a fan and, and oh, I, thank I, you, man. I appreciate your contributions to, to the arts. Uh, if one thing COVID taught us is that the arts are important and people like you are important. So keep doing the good work, brother. And and we thank you. We are the Dignified Delinquents. And ladies and gentlemen, that right there was King James Worthy. Yes, sir. Thank you for joining us.